Here's your radio show. Oh, oh. <laughs> Friday afternoon, welcome along. It's good to be on the radio this afternoon. So I was just Googling uh, how to catch a rat because I've got a rat problem at my house. So I Googled how to catch a... <laughs> Sounds like a, a front for another thing, but anyway. Sounds more like you were Googling how to catch a... <laughs> so, okay, so here's... The, try and guess Can what I just the... congratulate Sharon there? Well done. Well done on I the three o'clock myself. hour. Stopping yourself. I know. That's your best achievement of the week. Well I done. I was going to do an STI joke. <laughs> I know. You did it. Oh, thank you, Sharon. It's much you. appreciated. Okay. So, uh, okay, the top how to catch our searches. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Cheetah. How to catch a cheetah. Yes. The cheetah as in cheating relationship. Order. That's number one. Yep. How to catch a predator. No what? one likes them. No. Mm. How to catch a kangaroo. What? <laughs> Is this the third most? How to catch a kangaroo. <laughs> How many people? Catch a kangaroo. We don't even have them here. Well, well certainly wallabies. a lot of people. If it's the third most searched one, well, there you go. I'd go Shivers. a tackle. It'd have to be a tackle, or a comical net dropping from a tree. <laughs> what are you, coyote on Roadrunners? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this afternoon we've got Bay Dreams tickets to give away at four o'clock. Three thirty. We've got Sean Mendes tickets to give away as well. Ooh la la! They have been very popular as well. So if you want to win those, you better bloody get ready for that cue to call. Uh, but next on the show, um, uh, how I got embarrassed on an airplane. Oh, I've heard this story. And it, and oh, God. So what happened? He dressed up as a pilot. No, no, Jesus. That, that, that was the first time I got oh, Okay, oh, there's another one. Oh, is it the time that you guys got caught in the bathroom? Okay, okay the third time I got okay. embarrassed on a plane. We'll talk about that next. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. A young Auckland boy's made news. He's a big fan of the police, and he had his five-year-old... Uh, five, year old birthday party coming up. And he There's want- not enough fans of the police, are there? Yeah. They need more fans. He yeah, wa- Sting's them- really getting on, isn't he? <laughs> oh, jeez, there's a, a topical joke. <laughs> hey, <laughs> kids, go home and ask your grandparents <laughs> who, who Sting and the police that, was. I was like, I can't remember. What song they do? That Roxanne. Every breath. You- oh, listen, let's not talk about the I, police. I only remember Roxanne because so, it's the drinking game. There was a, um, a little boy in Auckland, uh, going to turn five, he wanted the police, the actual, you know, the cops to come to his birthday party. <laughs> This is making it quite confusing, Carl, but anyway. <laughs> uh, so he went about it the wrong way. Um, he, he, he dialed 111 Aww. many times to try and get them to come along. Now, the police have come out and they said that they discourage anyone from doing this, obviously, but it was a lovely thing. So they, they actually turned up his party. They did. They, <gasps> sent, they sent all their armed defenders squad and everyone turns out his parents were running a meth lab and no, uh, no. it's a great way to get the police to come to your birthday party. No. Here's what his mum had to say. I'm very sorry. Yeah. That was my nearly five-year-old son. He was just telling me that he um, wanted to invite the police to his birthday party. Oh. I just, I'm really sorry. Like, I feel a bit embarrassed. No, that's okay. I'm really sorry. No, that's all right. We just wanted to make sure everything was okay because he called us a couple of times. But Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, that's all right. So long as there's no emergency. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. We, we're all safe and all right. well. There you go. Oh, isn't that adorable? And it's so nice that they sent the police. Apparently they had the helicopter go over the house too. Oh. Would have been loving it. But kids, you know, they can they can embarrass their parents. You know, normally it's the parents embarrassing the kids, but but when they're little, they, they sometimes can embarrass them. Didn't your your kids embarrass you? Because I saw you in Fiji and yes. you were still mortified. It was the day you landed and your kids had done something to you on the plane. Yeah, so we're on the aeroplane flying over, and on the aeroplane you can no, I'm not sure why you do this, but you can listen to our radio show as one of the entertainment options well, on that's, the plane. It's always a good option if you want to make the flight seem longer. <laughs> if you want to double, you can either watch of the that flight. little yeah. actual uh, yeah. electronic plane. 
and fly on the time to destination. Or you can listen to the John O'Ben and Sharon carry on on the plane. To, I've tried to listen to it before and it made me angry. Or Sienna, my daughter, found it on the plane and then announced it almost like she was over the loudspeaker of the plane. Dad! And I was like, what's going on? You're on the plane! John O'Ben and Sharon, you can listen to it! And like, and we ended up getting about three rows around it. Like nine people ended up. Like, Everyone's got to listen. I was like, please don't do this. Oh, God. Please don't do this. <laughs> the guy next to me, the lady beside us, they all ended up listening. You're like, out of like... Well, jeez, if you had nine people listening, that's the most listeners we've ever had. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a win, Ben. We need to hire Cena in our marketing yeah. department. That's amazing. But the we thing need to double figures, baby. <laughs> what was it like, though, because if nine people were watching the show around you, what was it like to see live reaction of people being disappointed? Oh, yeah, it's not, it's not great. I've had many, many years of disappointing people, so I was kind of <laughs> used to it. But, yeah, it's good because we, 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 we obviously don't get to see the audience, mm. so it's nice to get that firsthand. <laughs> You're like, oh, God. Have you embarrassed your parents, Sharon? Uh, yes, my dad was playing a really important lawn bowls competition at the Timaru Botanical Gardens. Right. And this was in the 90s when car hey, alarms... Mate, can I stop you there? All lawn bowls competitions are very important. <laughs> lawn bowls okay, well, this is okay? like a big regional one. Yeah, nothing is more important. <laughs> and it was when car alarms were just coming out in the 90s, and it was like, if you had a car alarm, rich. And my dad got a car alarm in his bank car because he worked for ANC Bank. And I was showing off to my friends. I was like, oh, mum and dad have got a car alarm now. And they're like, prove it. And I was like, watch this. So I locked the car, so it's like, doot, doot. And then I mocked the car with my butt, and it was like, boo, boo. And it starts going off and disrupts the entire lawn bowls competition. And my mum said my dad was about to take a bowl and visibly stopped and cringed because lawn bowl greens are dead silent. <laughs> and he knew, and everyone knew he was the only one. The only the, man in town with a car alarm. The only one in the club that had a car alarm. They were all like, oh, that's Grunter's daughter. <laughs> it's one of his ones. And I, I have never, and I am in my 30s now, never ever been allowed to go to a bowling match of his again. Oh, Up until the 1990s, the car alarm in the South Island was just running out of your house and punching them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, wait, the edge. How have you embarrassed your, uh, your parents? 3343 is the text. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. We've got Rebecca on 0800 The Edge. Rebecca, what did you do? Um, I took my dad with me to the supermarket um, when my son was a newborn and just walking around the supermarket doing their thing. Got up to the checkout and my dad started to take the trolley off me wanting to pay for my groceries. And I said, no, don't be silly, don't be silly. And he refused to give up. And I, so I just screamed at the top of my lungs, help, this man's stealing my groceries. <gasps> and he went bright red, stopped dead in his tracks and just looked at me like I was just the worst thing that ever happened. <laughs> and a- um, yeah, just sort of went, do not do that to me ever again. Because <laughs> the worst thing you could possibly do to a man is make him look like an attacker in public. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, all these people start like diving on him with French sticks. <laughs> the frightening thing was he had uh, sirloin steak shoved down his pants, so he actually was shoplifting too. <laughs> Go on, you, Rebecca. Thanks Love you, your work, mate. You have a wonderful weekend. <laughs> I'm trying to make up for saying horrible things which you thought were about Grand Kitty Armour, but they weren't. Not about me. <laughs> okay, Amber, what up? Hi. Hi. How what? you going, mate? You had a wonderful week? Oh, yeah, not too bad. How, how did you embarrass your parents? Um, well, I think I was about, like, two, and um, I decided to get some scissors and cut my hair. A lot of two-year-olds um, do that. I then, um, my mum rang my auntie, and my auntie came over and was like, no, we can't fix this. Um, she took me into town one day and put a beanie on my head and I just so happened was like, no, I'm not going to wear my beanie. 
And an old lady came up to her and goes, oh, dear, I'm so sorry, she's sick. <gasps> oh, that's oh, awful. Oh, no. <laughs> the lady thought I had cancer and um, my mum was like, oh, no, she's not sick. Oh, no, oh. she's just really bad with a pair of scissors. <laughs> yep. Oh, Amber, your poor mum. Yep. Jeepers, creepers. Homemade haircuts, they never work out, do they? They never work. Our friend Ange, who we work with, she did herself a homemade haircut the other day. She said she did a horrible job that the uh, hairdresser spent two hours having to fix it up. This is the same Ange that was at her, um, someone she was seeing's house the other day and thought she'd washed her hair and washed her hair and ended up being the dog shampoo. No. (laughs) Yeah, I shaved my sideburns off once and when I was younger, because I was outside all the time, I... But you let your beard grow weird. I don't have a beard anymore. I told you I lazy it off. But I uh, I had, like, real bad sideies. Well, someone said, oh, you've got some sideburns. I was, like, 13. And I was quite tanned when I was 13. And so I shaved them off. But everyone knew because I had a tan line with my stubby. So Your sideburns were. <laughs> then they grew back, like, super stubbly. So I just started, like, hard gelling them back as they were growing. They look good now. Thank you. <laughs> I've just grown these back. You lose your sideies when you have a baby, so I've just a, grown back all my hair. You are getting your three o'clock shadow, though. So. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Okay, this is a story that Can I've... Can you be- tell us it's three o'clock? Well... Because you just said you couldn't ask your boy... Uh, sorry, uh, Bryce, you could, the question. You couldn't ask... Ask your boyfriend or your husband. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, you were afraid to ask them. So then you're like, what I'll do is I'll tell it just as no, the kids okay, are finished school. So to pull back the curtain... We do a planning meeting with our boss and he is also like, oh, yeah, this will be great here, this will be great here. Mm. And I said to him, are you sure it's going to be okay at 3.49 in the afternoon? Because, we're, you know, between 3 and 4, we realise these kids listen yeah. to the show. We yeah. want to make it safe for everyone to He listen. said it's totally fine. This is a safe place. He said it's not, it's not a weird thing. He's like, you didn't do anything wrong. And I was like, yeah, but... Yeah. I even felt uncomfortable telling the story on the, on the radio because I don't want th- people to, like, think that I'm... Inappropriate. Okay, so if there's anyone who has any issues with this, uh, Ryan Rathbone at mediaworks.co.nz. <laughs> that is it's on him. So when you're a new parent, especially if your child is a different gender to you, you have no idea about a lot of things. There's a, there's a lot of things that I can't understand. Yeah, yeah, because I'm I'm only one. Probably one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. three. Three things, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So I can't... Uh, there's, there's things that I have to be say to Bryce. I'm like, oh, is that a thing? Or like, whatever. And something kept happening. I was getting up in the morning and I was... I'm trying to think of... Trying it was to, awake. I'm trying was to say this in a way that's not inappropriate. So, so the little... the little. Th- yeah, so I, I <laughs> would get him out of bed and I'd change his nappy and the baby would look at me and he'd be all happy and then I'd look down and he'd be like, that looks different. What is it? It looks bigger. It just looks more attentive. It looks, oh, right. Yeah, and then I'm like, is that normal? Should he be doing that? Has he got a crush on me? What the heck is going on? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. So right then, yourself. for days, I'm freaking out, being like, oh, my God, my baby's attracted to me. <laughs> is that what? what the first thing you honestly thought? Because I thought that's how it worked. Your baby's attracted. I don't have a weenie. That's so not how it works. Know. Your I... baby is less than a year old. It's not going to go, oh, yeah, mum. <laughs> well, Your baby only... loves you, you know. I'm the only person he's seen. Yeah. At that time, I was breastfeeding, and he seemed to like those. You know, so I, I, I don't have one. I don't know how they work. I don't know if you get them if just because it's raining. Okay? So I don't know how they work. <laughs> no, no, the issue's going to so be in 12 wanna... or 13 years. That's yeah. when you're going to have to worry. So I didn't Google it and be like, is it normal for my baby <laughs> to have <laughs> a morning? <laughs> yeah. Because I was worried if I did that, the police would come and they'd be like, 
Miss, you are being arrested on charges of metaphilia. Mm. Oh, my God. Jeez, you were... Freaked out about it. So paranoid. I didn't want to ask Bryce because I didn't want Bryce to be like, you're at home with our baby all day. Are you... Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I'm yeah. freaking out about it. So the Plunkett nurse comes around, and at this point I'm like, I don't know who to ask because my sister only has girls, and my cl- like a lot of my friends just have girls, and I didn't want to ask the friends that have boys in case they thought that I was like a yeah, raving right. kid or something. I see. So I sat down with the Plunkett lady. I was like, I've got to ask you a question. I I didn't want to. I didn't want to Google it. I didn't. I I don't want you to think I'm being inappropriate. I've not done anything to him. I just need to know because this is happening, and I oh, yeah, and there's yeah, something wrong with it. I'm yeah. freaking out yeah. about it. Yeah. Bryce is in the room and he turns around and looks at me like, what have you done? Like, literally, it was like, what have you done? Like, why are you freaking out? Because I'm like, full sweats. I said, oh, my, I think my baby's attracted to me. Oh, you didn't say it like that, did you? <laughs> what are you just saying? Goes, is it normal for your baby goes, to get... She goes, why? And I go, because um, <laughs> I think... Oh, no. I think he's getting <laughs> a little excited. And... Sometimes when I change him, it's totally different to the last time I changed him. And she started cracking up. She goes, do you know how many times I have this conversation with new mums that have sons and have the exact same thing where they think their baby's attracted to them? <laughs> oh, really? So you're not she the only like, one? She goes, I get asked this all the time. She's like, no, it's purely a hormonal thing. They don't even know what's happening. It's just their hormones bouncing out and I was like oh my god I'm so relieved because <laughs> I was thinking I spent I was like was there something in the water when I lived in Waimedi like what the heck's going on here but she said it was like one of her most commonly asked questions by new mums with sons and I was like okay cool because I hadn't said it as a joke to somebody that had a son and they were like no what are you talking about I mean you get to a certain age in life don't you as a male where you'd probably kill for that to do any movement <laughs> down there you need sometimes you need medicinal help yeah, yeah. see so you don't appreciate it when you're that age somebody text 3343 I did the exact same thing I made a GP appointment because I was too scared to Google it. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Sharon Casey, very upset and apparently she's taking us to the People's Court. Very upset and very intoxicated too. I'm so. not intoxicated, Jonathan. These the are the car. cases that even Judge Judy won't touch. This is the People's Court. So what's your issue? Ladies and gentlemen, this afternoon for the next six minutes, the show will be known as Jono and Ben... And Sharon, two separate things because I am taking Jono and Ben to the People's Court because Jono and Ben stole my intellectual property last night. Get in a line behind Hamish and Andy and Jimmy (laughs) Fallon and James Corden. As I felt this morning, I thought... Shiver me timbers. This is how Hamish and Andy feel every every Friday. <laughs> John and Ben had their TV show last night on 3. If you missed it, check it out on 3now.co.nz. And during it, they threw to a feature. A feature in their show. Have you got some evidence you want to present to the oh, court? That call was called Mum Chat. Exhibit A. Seven Sharps, Hilary Barry and Anika Moa debuted their very own TV show. Mum chat. Oh, I I'm just thinking of a kid like, oh, it's green, I don't like it. But they love you. Stop, Stop. it's broccoli. Now... Followers of my Instagram, and if you don't follow, hell of a follow. Chuck it on there. There's nudes. Not really nudes, but I'm thirsty for followers, so follow me. <laughs> I do a feature for the last seven months called Mum Chat, where I help out fellow parents and people that don't have kids that find it amusing uh, with things that can change their life and make their life easier when being a mum. So you're saying we stole the term Mum Chat off you? Yes. Exhibit B. <laughs> Evidence from my Instagram account over the last seven months. Okay, it's time for some mum chat. Mum chat. Mum chat. Yes, mum chat. I've got a new thing for mum chat that I bought last week. Mum chat. Mum chat. Mum chat. Mum chat. I feel like my douche levels are super high right now to do a mum chat while walking down the street. 
Okay, so that's this certainly is like, some of them. I follow Sharon on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Well, it, clearly you've muted me, Ben, if well, you've missed Mum no, Chat. No, this is where I, when you get seven or eight videos, you see just of Sharon's face in a bedroom going, oh, and she's banging on about something. So I probably skip past them. I've done this unintentionally. She's usually going, oh, look, I've got a paint deal with Rosine <laughs> to paint my door. No, it's not. Mum Chat is not paid. And Mum Chat, if, it, if I have been given something for free, I always disclose. Mum Chat is to simply help new parents. To the point... That yesterday I logged into my Twitter tw- tw- Twitter account right. and I had a tweet from Ollie Chick, a regular listener of the show, that said, have you seen this theft? And they sent me a screen cap. And oh. then I got various messages on my social media and emails from people being like, Jono and Ben have stolen Mum Chat. Listen, I've never heard of Mum Chat. I'm not on social media. Never heard of Mum Chat. Don't know you do Mum Chat. It's our idea. We had graphics. We had a fun introduction. We did it's it better. Ours. We did it better. My Mum Chat. <laughs> my Mum Chat is a catchphrase. At the end of Mum Chat, I go Mum Chat, and I do a close up on my thumbs up. Well, at the end of our Mum Chat, we've got a graphics package. <laughs> it's, yeah. on a graphics package it's on TV. It's on TV. That you stole. You could have called it Mum Yarns, Family Matters, Family Chat, but you called it Mum Chat. Okay. What are we? So what are we throwing out to the people? People's Court. I need everyone that's a fan of Mum Chat to call 0800 The Edge right now. And that's right Mum Chat now. fans for the TV show version, Jono and Ben, Thursday nights. Who owns <laughs> Mum Chat? Who did it first? Jono and Ben mm. or Sharon Casey? And we need all the fans of democracy to phone up. Yeah. And say it was our idea. Edge. Because don't get me started. You're not the started. first mum to have Mum Chat. Name me three other mums that have done mum chat. Oh, wait, Harry, the picture. It's open now. Michelle Obama did it uh, a couple of times. uh, Anyway, 3343 is the text. Who owns mum chat? Shaz, but I'll get it all the way. Hey, Kylie. Don't you listen to them, Kylie. You tell them to shut up, Kylie. Tell them to shut up before he talks to you. You go and have a lovely weekend. Thank you so much for calling. (laughs) Oh. Tell him to shut up, Carly. Nothing else to say to Carly. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for your a lovely person. Thank you for listening to the show. Mike, yeah. welcome to the show. Who owns Mum Chat? Oh, I reckon John and Ben, eh? Oh, there we go. There we go. Of course there we you go. do. Yes. You've got John, a- Ben and Sharon. It's night and day. <laughs> the <laughs> home of the what? GC. Sorry. Just, bloody hell, Carl. They did it better. They did it better. It doesn't, oh. It's not who did it better, Mike. It's who did it first. It's who did it first. And I did it first. Jess, who owns Mum Chat? Sharon totally owns Mum Chat. Hey, Jess. Sharon, yeah. Do you know what you yeah. can go and do, mate? What? <laughs> you can go and have a lovely evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah do, enjoy it. You enjoy yourself. Treat yourself. You had a big week. Yeah, have a nice time. Oh, thanks, Jess. Thanks, Jess. Olivia, who owns Mum Chat? Sharon. She's totally uh, Sharon. Olivia, do you know what you can do with this phone call? What? You can go and stick this phone call in the Radio Awards Hall of Fame because you are <laughs> a wonderful caller. I'm Ben, but I had only ever heard of Mum's Chat from Sharon's Instagram. But if Thank you're not you. following the Instagram or not paying attention to Mum Chat, you wouldn't Mate, know. Mate, more people are watching my Mum Chat than your Mum Chat. <laughs> well, to be honest, that's probably <laughs> too close to the boat, actually, at the moment, Sharon. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I didn't actually b- mean Below like the belt, that. eh? We're on broadcast TV. Like yeah, no, I don't like I'll just sit here and... Oh, okay. wait. Well, we'll never apolog- do mum chat no, again. No, no. Just we won't do mum chat again. Make me your apology. We'll, we'll stick to our regular dumb chat. We'll do this at 7.30s. And what? Who owns mum chat? Uh, the, the intellectual property of mum chat is, is now handed over to you. Yeah. You know, speaking of intellectual property, me and Ben once tried to copyright Jono and Ben. MediaWorks were not happy. Yeah. <laughs> We got a call from the lawyer and everything going, um, did you try and uh, trademark that? We trademarked it and then we had to awkwardly hand it back to me. <laughs> trademark it. So, I mean, this isn't the first case for us. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. won't be the last. Is it a real thing? It's, it's a, real a real thing. thing.
Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we don't own our so names. So now we officially, with our tail between our legs, hand back munch at you. Yeah, that's We've right. We've done it before, we'll do yeah, it again. I'll stop the printing on the uh, T-shirts Sarah. right now. John O, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Cash saving tips with Ben. <laughs> cash saving tips with Ben. It's cash saving. Okay, well, no, I just told you guys something earlier today and I thought it was a good idea. This is why I don't know what's going on. Um, and now you've made it into a segment. Yeah. yeah. It's cash saving tips with Ben. Tight ass, tight ass tips. Well, this is, you TATs. Know, like, in the past, you guys have mocked me because I've tried to bring popcorn, my own popcorn, to the movies. Yeah. Mm. I only give my wife one piece of chewing gum at a time. Yes. She can have more. Even when it loses flavour, you won't give her more. It's <laughs> so it? weird. Clearly, she can't have more because you're only giving her one at a time. There is no, there's one time more. I went also, and he had hot spotted off her cell phone because she has a big, bigger data plan than him. I've so still got Jono's login hers. on my computer. Yeah. Still he's, still got, he's still hot spots off me. Use your data. He's always plugging into my hot spot. Data. But I went, I went on holiday. I'd rather him plug into your hot spot than mine. <laughs> and I spoke to a lady who I thought had the most genius idea. Because you, you go to a hotel, you want to buy a drink. Sometimes you want to buy a fancy drink because you're on holiday. Mm. They're expensive. Yeah, they are. I went to happy hour with you in Fiji, and even that wasn't happy enough for you. He was like, do you really need two cocktails for $2.36? Do you need two? Do you need two? You don't need two. But this lady took a full blender, like a kitchen blender, like a big size blender on her holiday, not for a protein shake, not to make milkshakes, but to make her own cocktails in the room. What a great idea. So she'd go back, get some duty-free, go back to the room, Get that and then bring that poolside. Because cocktails, if you go to a resort or something, are like eighteen to twenty-two dollars. And she's BYO. That's pretty smart. I thought it was a great, a tight saving tip. Cash saving tips with Ben. Cash saving tips with Ben. You know what, Ben? That was this was excellent break. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think anyone would know we didn't know what was happening. No, yeah, I don't think so. No, I think up, it was probably great. up until you just said that. Right, okay. Blue cover. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, why are you two still talking? Stop talking. <laughs> you know Just... the radio show is bad when Jono's the one trying to get back. <laughs> Stop talking. I'm sitting here watching you both just going, what are you doing? Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Wow, this is going to be something. I am really excited about this because I uh, have never met Phyllis before, but I've seen her on the show while I was away and I just thought, She's amazing. Now, when we were trapped in the safe house, John and I, for uh, for three days, Phillips, a- she she came and she was part of that experience, right? Yes, yes, she a was. A very um, deluded experience that we had, and uh, was let's let's just bring Phillips in, right? Okay. Come on, stripper in New Zealand. Please welcome Phillips. What's up, doll? <laughs> it's Altaro's older stripper Phillips here. I got my bottle of Pinot Green. <laughs> I'm ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I've been stripping. Oh, you know, I've been stripping and grinding up on laps since you were just a thought in your father's lap when I was grinding up on his lap. I've ground my. I've, I'm a professional pelvis <laughs> grinder. I've grinded up on some of New Zealand's most well known. You heard of Sir Edmund Hillary? Oh, don't, that's not, no, Sir Edmund no, Hillary that's not that start. climbed Mount Everest, no. I climbed up on Sir Edmund. <laughs> no, that's not start like, throwing slander okay. around. So Phylips yeah. is here. Oh, dance, babe. Phylips <laughs> is oh. here smoking an air cigarette <laughs> and a beautiful yellow dress with a beautiful blonde wig on. Let me crack my Pinot Green up. <laughs> <laughs> 
drinking a jalapeno green so if you have some, uh, from the bottle. If, I don't know why you'd want this, but if you want any advice in your love life or your life in general, then wow, 0800 wee. The Edge is the phone number, 3343. Four lips, I'll leave your lips burning <laughs> and your wallet empty. In other areas burning as well, I imagine. We've already got uh, Tash on 0800 The Edge. Tash, you've got a question for fire lips. What is it? How do I please my man by giving him a lap dance? How do you please your man? <laughs> this was the question, yeah. Okay, here's what I'm going to tell you. All right? You listen up, Tash. <laughs> Definitely not padding for time here, Spilips, to think of an answer. What you want to do, you want to create a romantic evening. Okay? Get your best bottle of spumante. Put some bloody sizzlers in the microwave, doll. Okay? You've had too many scissors in the microwave, I think. Hey, when I was dancing at the Booby Trap, New Zealand's premier strip club in the 1960s, I learned a little oh, trick. Geez. I learned a little trick, okay? It's what I like to call the flaming inferno. <laughs> Okay. Lift your right leg up. Okay, all right, okay, okay. No, no, okay. Yeah, no, compared. Right leg up. Right leg up. Whip it over his shoulder. He's looking straight into you. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's some of the quality advice we'll be oh getting from Fireups this afternoon. Okay, if you... anyone got a gasp from, kill him for a second. <laughs> You're respecting the no-smoking laws inside yeah. our room. Yeah, I'll have another Pinot Gris. No lung punches around here, mate. Um, 800 the edges of phone number 3343. Yes, we're doing this again. Stick I've around. ridden more truck drivers than State Highway 1. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Please welcome Fire uh, so Jono's uh, left the studio. I don't know where Jono's gone, but uh, Fire Lips, New Zealand's oldest stripper, is in with us right now, and it's been, wow, what a wild ride. Oh, doll, I've been dancing on laps for money, and I've had one hip replacement, 14 unplanned pregnancies, and <gasps> made thousands of dreams come true. Is it true that you're la- your 14th baby? Yeah. Was just, just a cough? Commodore. Is that what you call Commodore, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any advice? Right out of me. I don't know why you'd want advice from this um, this person, but anyway, um, you can. 0800 The Edge is the phone hey, number. Hey, skinny oh, boy, man. Jeez. Oh, no, no touching, eh? Just, just looking. I'm, I'm just not, looking. I'm not. I'm not looking or touching. Yeah. I'm just talking into this microphone. Hey, you know, once in the 1980s. Okay. Yeah. 1980s, I was up there giving it a grind on Winston Peters. Oh, okay. Again, hey, defamatory, hey. but anyway. I tell you what. Generous tipper. Oh. He may be New Zealand first, but he's always the last to leave the club. <laughs> <laughs> Love him. Again, again, this is a family well, Silver Fox. You take a sip of your Pinot Gris, Violet, because I've got a question. Right, that you is... just had a baby, didn't you? Yeah. Do you know it's yours? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it does. It came out of my I don't my know if stomach. you know how that works, but yeah. Um, okay, so first question Mine actually has come up uh, on the phone, actually. Mitch is on 0800 The Edge. Mitch, what's your question for Firelips? Holy crap, sorry, I've just tuned in and I literally missed the question. I thought we were talking about taking chips or dip. Hey, Mitch! No, no. Mitch, what are you doing later on, Dale? I'm sorry, mate, I'm sorry. What are you doing later on, Dale? No, not much, mate. $20 will make all your (laughs) dreams come true. $20? $20. Meet me down at the booby bungalow. (laughs) (laughs) Still working. New Zealand's oldest stripper, Firelips, with us in the studio. It's a wild ride. Angelo, what's your question for Firelips? Hiya. Um, I have 
I just want to know what he gave you guys. You guys were drunk at lunchtime, and then I, I went into an appointment just now, came out, and now everybody's absolutely mad. What happened? I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on either, but, uh, yeah. Like, listen, doll, what's your name? <laughs> like, What's your name, Dale? Please don't bring me into hey, this. Hey, listen, my name's Phil. I'm not loving your voice. You're scaring me. My name's Phillips. I'm New Zealand's oldest stripper over the years. My market value may have depreciated, but serve me knickers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweetheart. <laughs> Bit of a joke there. <laughs> God. What have we what have we become, guys? We yeah, had such okay, a good week. We had such a good first sorry, week. Sorry, sorry, I've got a question for Fire. Yeah, yeah, far What's away. your advice for someone that has a startup business on their hands? Startup and well, I've learned one thing being a owner operator of my own business. You've been my, shut your lips. My business being my body. <laughs> Cash is king. Alright? <laughs> The animals of the Inland Revenue can't trace it. Even though you, you go down the road and you see all the bus shelter stops going, we can get you, even if you've got your cash. <laughs> you know those threatening things? They can't, they can't get you. There's no chance. Well, cash is king, dog. I would just like to say the Philips' advice is not um, endorsed by MediaWorks at any stage at all. Dylan is on 100 there. Dylan, what is your question for Philips, the world's oldest stripper? My question is, I'm still waiting for the tickets to John and Ben's show. I tell you what, Dal, meet me at Armed Willies <laughs> later on, after the show. Uh, you, can my, you, can, you can be my little spoon, I'll be the big spoon. All right, mate. Uh, well, hold the line there, mate. We'll make sure we sort that out for you, Dylan. You uh, hold the line and file up, so thank you for whatever that was. Why are you still holding an imaginary dart? I'm very... Oh, well, oh my God. <laughs> you can, you can go, done? go see if you can send Jono back in. I'm going to take my Pinot Gris and give you a big boss. Yeah, I just, I mean. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.